right, so welcome guys. This is actually the first episode we're doing. We're still working on a name. We're discussing kind of between, you know, geek talk, nerd news, stuff like that. Pretty much what this is about is we're bringing you kind of up-to-date information, rumors, patch notes, details, everything going on, gaming news, COD news, talking Marvel, DC, stuff like that. Fan news, I mean, anything you want to, like, throw in that category. There's a lot of fan-made fiction that goes out there that... Marvel, DC, they like to throw into their movies, stuff like that. Yeah, we got actually quite a bit today. Um, as of right now, the podcast is probably going to be bi-weekly until we get more knowledge. As many movies aren't dropping that much right now, again, because of COVID and stuff, except for HBO, which we might tag a little bit today. But we'll honestly probably start off with something a lot of us are happy about. I know I am. The DMR, the MAC-10, and the dual pistol nerf in COD. I, I think it's fantastic. Pretty much if you don't know. The DMR now has increased recoil when you're shooting, as well as decreased headshot damage. I personally don't think it's a big enough nerf. If everyone still uses it, it's still fantastic. It can still two-shot. What do you think, Jim? It depends on if you're actually good at the game. I know a lot of people that come across this, you know, it might be able to cause a rage or someone's going to get angry at it, you know. Anyone might be happy at it, but I know of a few streamers out there that are a little upset about it, or, you know, it's not exactly the thing that they wanted nerfed or buffed. Yeah, for real. Uh, I hate, out of all these nerfs, um, I appreciate the dual wield pistols the most. Uh, I forgot the name. Uh, starts with a D. But you can just run behind someone and just literally one burst them, and that's it. That's right, happened to yeah, me, and I'm like... as long as you hit it at the same time. I'm just like, what just hit me? A full shield, full everything, and then I'm just I'm just down. I'm like, what the heck? And I watch the kill cam, and they just one-tap me with the burst. You can't turn on them. You can't do nothing. It actually annoys me. Honestly. I think I'm most upset about the type because yeah. I that was something that one of our friends got me hooked on, and that was my big intro coming back into COD after taking a few game hiatus, and the type is disgusting. Personally, I think the type is better than the DMR, you know, more damage, uh, steadier, which, again, one of the things they're nerfing over these is the steadiness. So I think that's something I'm going to have to get used to. Yeah, it's actually pretty frustrating. So Cold War, as soon as it launched, actually one of the first guns I started using was the Type slash DMR. Mainly the Type, I thought it was better, and of course I was using it just in multiplayer. And it was just two to three tapping people, and it was fantastic. It's like using an FAL in one of the old CODs. Just a semi-auto normal gun. And I loved it right off the bat. In fact, that's the gun most people in my friend group used before it, it became popular. We have one of our friends on COD named Dolan or on this year, Paul. You probably see him in some of our videos. Dude's filthy with it. Like, pinging people across the map just two tapping three tapping one v sixing in search just clutching the game it's it's a fantastic gun i i understand why they nerfed it but it does suck considering Considering i've you could contest snipers at whatever range and still come out winning that gunfight that's going to be a big hit to a search and destroy match yeah it was it was always that good feeling when you 1v3 1v5 whatever you do and warzone again 1v2 whatever situation you're in and you come out on top winning that which this gun allowed you to do at first. Just you get sniped, you pop a couple plates, and if they glide in on you, you can easily just turn one, two, three, tap, one, two, three, tap, both of them, and they're down. Now it sucks being on the, the opposite right. end of that. I've had that many times where I'm just, I'm just like, I hate this gun for some reason. What is hitting me? Until you use it, and then you absolutely love it. Yeah, like I honestly, said, coming with the type, man, that's gonna be a big hit. But I'm in the mood for uh, lately. I've been leveling up my sniper and my MP5, trying to get that going. Big fan of the Tundra. I know a lot of people like the uh, Pellington. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big Pellington guy. It might be a unpopular opinion, might not be, but I just feel like I get too many hit markers with it. 
Yeah, that's that's the same. I've never been the biggest. Yeah, I've never been the biggest sniper, but when I do, I feel like if I pop off, then I love it. But if I'm not, I'm just getting hit markers all day. I'm like, well, I'm gonna take two sniper shots to kill someone when I can use three with a type and it fires faster, right. or three with a DMR or two with a DMR if they're both headshots, in my opinion. Definitely tough, especially with the uh, leveling up process. I feel like it takes a lot longer in Cold War to uh, get a sniper that you can quick scope with. It takes forever, right? Which is you know the big meta for snipers in any COD game, but you know you gotta spend a lot of time on uh, Nuketown or Rage just hard scoping corners, which gonna get you a little bit of a uh, characteristic in that lobby. Yeah, it's new. The new Nuketown has so many like head glitch spots, like. Oh my. Off of railings, behind buses, behind crates, from spawn to spawn, and dude, when people are leveling up snipers, you just know. Like, I just leave that lobby instantly. I'm like, I don't want to be in here. I can't move. I can't leave my spawn. It's just annoying. I'm like, yo, you done, kid? Like, leave. Go Score home. streaks don't help. Yeah. Score streaks. Some of them are good, but I don't know. I'm mainly a care package UAV type of guy. I'm not. I'm nothing special when it comes to score streaks. I don't drop 15, seven kill streaks that often. Right gotta run those non-lethals except i always run at least one lethal for my last one i'm a big uh uav armor napalm strike yeah the napalm's solid the napalm's definitely solid one one tactical i think is actually underrated is the snapshot grenade the, sna oh, the snapshot's nice i i this is gonna get a lot of hate i took off my heartbeat sensor in warzone and put on a snapshot grenade i don't know why usually one of my teammates is running heartbeat sensor we're good anyways so we i run the snapshot Dude, when you push people and you know where they are and they don't know where you are, it's such a big advantage. And it outlines them. They're resing. They're doing whatever. They're popping plates. You can literally see it for a good, like, second, two seconds. And you can jump around the corner and instantly spray them. It's Especially on this new map, Rebirth, when you're looking at that and you have these tighter quarters. Like, you don't yeah. have all that much room. And, you know, yeah, you could pull out the heartbeat sensor and, you know, there's a whatever time limit when you get that wave. But that snapshot, if you down two people and it's a 1v3 situation... I mean, that, like, two seconds comes in handy on gun pushing and getting that next guy. Yeah, speaking of Rebirth, how do, you, how do you like it? Like, I actually like Rebirth when it's the Rebirth mode. So, for those of you that don't know, they switched it up to where, in Rebirth, if you get down and your teammate survives for 20 seconds, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever the timer is, you glide back in. No gulag, no nothing. If your teammate gets a kill in that time, then it cuts, like, seven seconds off the clock, and you're good to go. So then if you had... For example, I have a 10 second death delay so I can glide back in. Jimmy over here gets a kill, it's now three seconds and I'm back in the game. Which is, it's so much fun. You can go for so many plays, you don't have to worry about going to the gulag, you don't have to worry about getting your res by or anything. It just leaves like, so many opportunities to just kind of go for plays, try and 1v3, try and make cool clips and stuff like that throughout the game. So I, I personally like the rebirth mode. I did enjoy it. I did get to play it for the first time the other day, not the one where you die and you go to the gulag yeah. and come back. Um, I mean, kind of easy if yeah. you play it smart. Depending on what positioning you have, it can be easy because that's what we kind of did. Is you know, if we got down to our last person, they ran, they you know, run and gun. Yeah. Uh, I was playing with Luke and Paul, okay. and Luke kind of was our last guy the entire time, yep. and you know, running and gunning, and he kept us alive. We kept spawning in. I mean, there were two occasions specifically that I can think of where both Luke and I, or Paul and I, were dead and we just had to wait that time limit came back and then we ended up clutching up one of the games doing that dude i i love it like i've had it where a team wipes us except for one guy i glide back in on top of the roof grab him just assassinate him from the back grab his loot and take out his teammates it's just such a, it's such it a good feeling like and, you know i mean it's kind of 
not a, I don't want to use the word cheat strategy, but yeah. it works. I mean, that's what I, so one thing instead of an assassination is I wasn't having a good game in general. I couldn't get any guns, nothing. I just kept dropping. Yep. So they survived. I, it was 2v1 them, except he had cover they did not. Um, so I told him, I was like, boys, we're going for a pistol play. I dropped behind him. I cracked his shields. I did a little bit of damage, but then he finished reloading his gun and yeah. dropped me. Yeah. But then, you know, they round the corner, drop him real quick, and I'm back in, you know, 20 seconds later. So if you use it right, good, yeah. you, you can... It'll shock some people too, but you can also use it to bait. I've exactly. had, I'll kill someone, guard their loot. They're coming back. If they come back, a lot of times they come back for the loot. Like, why would you not land on your gear? And try and loot when there's like only a few teams left. Like right. you're gonna try and get your loot, you can try and get back in the game. As opposed to having a pistol in the end zone, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, well, having a pistol in the final zone can really kind of screw you over anyway. So I yeah. definitely agree with the wanting to land back on your loot. But then again, I play a very in Warzone something of that nature where you get to respawn. I play a bit more aggressive than I would naturally. I had to change up a class and make a class just for the rebirth mode because uh, in the regular mode, regular war zone, uh, I typically run my Cold War class with a sniper and a yep, Tundra. Gotcha. But I had to change it up. You know, I equipped the Type 63 and oh, an yeah. MP5 oh, and yeah. ran overkill with it, and that's my class for that. Yeah, I'm... The the best thing I like to run on Rebirth is submachine guns. I'm, I'll run dual subs so many times, and it's just... It's so close and so tight quarters. A lot of it is in either the prison Alcatraz or you're talking like building to building. We like to land at headquarters. It's kind of centered on the map. It's like the back corner of the Alcatraz prison. I love it, dude. I just pick up a sub and it's game over. I had a 13 kill dub today. I'll actually probably put that up on my channel later uh, with my friend Dan. And we were just slapping, man. I picked up a gold AK-74U. If the MAC-10 gets nerfed worse, I'm betting on the AK-74U coming in uh, as the next sub. I, I think it would probably. I know the AK-74U, uh, a lot of people like it. Anyways, yeah. I hopped yeah. on. I mean, my brother was playing the other day with some of our friends, and I just hopped on his console before I ended up heading out. And uh, we were on Armada Strike. Okay. I thought it was Search. It wasn't Search, Team Deathmatch, but we jumped in, and I was just using his classes, kind of bouncing back and forth. Yeah. I used the Pellington, and I used his MP5 class. Right? Okay, yeah. Um, and what I found out is his AK-74U class actually had better hipfire accuracy. Uh, and when I switched yeah. to that, it was... It was game game. Over. Yep. I mean, as soon as you flick on the head, if you land two shots, they're already like under half health. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. It completely turned around. I mean, I wasn't having a bad game in general, but it was one of those things where it came down to that last second where it mm -hmm. cost me a life or two. That definitely changed how I was playing. Yeah, definitely pulled more towards the life instead of dying from something dumb, something stupid like that. And it changed my opinion on the Pellington as well because he loves the Pellington. And that quicker ADS, even yeah. by, I mean, yep. that was nice. That quick ADS is... It's actually tough to get in this COD. Like, quickscoping is definitely a lot harder. Now, once you fully level it up and get all the perks on to get the quick, like, the quick ADS, quick downs, aim down sight speed, like, it's definitely a lot better. But at first, dude, that is a drag. I think it's I, kind mm. of a toss-up whether it's harder or not. I definitely, like, going back and forth, not playing Modern Warfare for as long as I did, and then going back into the, like, you know, MW grind of hopping in Warzone yeah, and wanting yep. to level up my, some of my other snipers. Um, and by no means are any of my snipers max level in that. But I feel like the ADS speed when it comes to MW versus Cold War, I definitely feel like it's a easier slash faster in Cold War. And 
Okay. Because only because you can kind of like, you know, really narrow down on your ADS speed. Yeah. And you can in Modern Warfare, but going back and forth between, um, I think I used the AX50, AX-50 yeah. yep, yep. in Modern Warfare, and I'm a big Tundra guy in okay. Cold War. Yeah. And jumping between the two, I definitely feel like I get down sights a lot quicker in the Tundra. Okay. Interesting. Pretty interesting. Um... Is actually so. I heard something right before we came on. Jim actually doesn't know about this yet. I don't think there were some leaks about a major, major update coming to COD. We won't talk about it in this podcast. It'll probably be the next one we do because it's supposedly dropping in March, and supposedly a brand new map is coming out with it as well. Now this is just leaks up. This is just rumors, but supposedly what it is? That's the one year anniversary for Warzone, I believe, for the for dunks for everything like that, and the rumored size of the map is an eight by eight. So I'm sure you're curious, you're like, uh, what does that even mean? So Verdunks right now is either 6x6 or 6x7. So it's bigger than Verdunks. Uh, who knows if they'll maybe add 200 people. Maybe they'll keep it 150, whatever. I hope they add an extra 50 players if they're adding that extra space on the map to kind of keep it more condensed, keep right. it the action that right. they have, in my I opinion. I mean, it could already be a slow game with yeah. the 150 on, let's say, you know, it's 6x7. I yeah. mean, we run into our slower things where... Uh, I change parties. I try and get someone to play. I would think it was you I was playing yeah, with. Yeah, me. You know, yep. We s- switched from Rebirth over to Verdansk, and um, it, we just had a super slow game. And as soon as we end up getting one loot, we got shot in the back. Yeah, um, just I mean, restart. You can get into some good games where it's quick. Obviously, you know, where you land obviously depends on that. Mm-hmm. But even if you're trying to go for a high kill game if everyone like escapes the area before you get to do it you know you're not always guaranteed action all the time. yeah so yep. if they up the player count that would definitely yeah there's also rumors for a big giant lake in it a swimming mechanic a boat we'll have more news on this on the next podcast that's just kind of rumors going around i i'd be interested in it um i don't know how much i like the water play i don't know it'd be an interesting thing i'd have to play it see if i find out i feel like it would be too much like GTA, honestly. That'd be kind of. It could, yeah. I mean, look, we've goofed off in Search and Destroy oh, yeah. oh, where yeah. we jump into the water. Definitely. And, you know, but I don't know how exactly that would work in Warzone when you're going between, you know, let's say you have three squads fighting yeah. each other, and then, I mean, you're kind of a sitting duck at that point. Yeah, you can swim down, but how long is that going to last you? Yeah, for all you're trying to cross the river, and then the team's holding you. The zone's on your other side. You have the team in front of you, and you have to cross the lake. You're done. You can like, find you're yourself just, in a tight spot yeah. very quickly. I'm not cranking 90s on you, kid. Like, this right. isn't Fortnite. I can't build across the water. It's just you're, you're sitting duck in the open, uh, unless they have, like, giant buoys out there or something like that for you to hide behind. If, aside from that, you're literally going to get destroyed. Yeah, you, you could definitely run into some problems like that. But, I mean, hey, it's up to uh, Activision, Call of Duty, yeah. whatever they want to do. I can't wait to see what they do. Uh, I mean, you know, Warzone has definitely been an interesting gameplay. Yeah. You also play a lot of Siege. Right, I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big Siege guy. Personally, I like Siege more than Call of Duty. I think Call of Duty is easier to get better at over a shorter so. amount yeah. of time. Yeah. I, you know, some, like... Die-hard COD players mm-hmm. might disagree with that, but you know I think that the when it comes to mechanics and strategy Just the gameplay, gun is... right? And you know, I mean, hey, you can play Siege however you want. I mean, mm-hmm. Daniel, I played yeah. a game. I remember I played a game of Siege with him, and it annoyed me because he was playing like it was COD, mm-hmm. but he was doing well. And this was, you know, coming from a time where we were just coming off of our, like, sweaty Siege grind. Yeah. I mean, we were playing ranked every other week or every weekend, you know. Whenever the guys could get on and we could get the boys together. But I, like, you know, 
I like Siege. I spent a lot of time on Siege. If you were to ask me, would I rather want to play Siege or Call of Duty, I'm going to play Siege, you know, probably seven times out of ten. Yeah, I hear you. Siege has always been, I'm not opposed to it, but the slower tactical gameplay, it really depends on my mood. Right. Like, there's times where I want to sweat. I, I loved it in Trials back in Destiny 1. Destiny 2's okay. It's not the same. It's slightly different. Most of you probably know that if you play it, but, like, that slow methodical, like, let's clutch this win. Let's strategically win. Like, I'm down. I played Siege a couple times. I switched a lot, actually, between Apex kind of right now. Right. Since the new season dropped probably, like, two months ago, the new the new legend, I did not like her at first. I thought she was garbage. I thought she was trash. Honestly, she's become close to my main right now. Horizon Eye, I like her. But they just dropped an update, I think, a couple days ago. And they dropped, like, a little fighting arena in the map. So you land in there. It's like a boxing arena. And all your guns, everything disappears. Like, and you just pull out your fist, and it's just fist cuffs with everyone in there. There's gold loot, there's purple loot. It's it's actually a lot of fun. It's actually a pretty decent ad. There has been a lot of servers crashing with it, which is the problem. I I don't hold it against them too much. They put out a great update in the middle of COVID. A lot of them were working from home. Yes, I get it. They're developers. They should be able to prevent this stuff. I have no doubt in my mind that they're working on a fix, a bug right. fix right now, and they'll probably send out a patch in a few days, honestly. But I think it's pretty good. They have care packages that drop like close to the to the end game just everywhere just fully upgraded guns pick it up it's a blast mm -hmm. i actually really enjoy it i think sometime soon i have to get you into siege some type maybe mm. something for a stream for you or something on your video yeah. i have to get you into siege and i'll play apex and that'll be the trade-off and i'm telling you now the hard part about it is if you actually really want to enjoy siege you kind of have to get either a higher level or a higher you know skill base yeah that way they start pairing you up and it sucks, but we appreciate it, is what they did is to stop some uh, Smurfs jumping into ranked, like less and less Smurf accounts for boosting, okay, yeah. is they actually upped the level. So I think at one point it was 20, then they upped it to 30, and now it's 50. So like, you know, we run into the issue where it's like, maybe I could get you, Dan, and uh, Cheek on, right? Yeah. But we can't play ranked because you guys only play Siege every once in a blue moon. So you're yeah, actually true. up against what would be considered, you know, really scrubs. And it would be like a more casual gameplay where it's people goofing off and doing whatever. Which is nice when you're mm -hmm. jumping into a casual match. But if you really want to enjoy like a sweaty game, a yeah, sweaty ranked yep. match, Siege is definitely one way to go. Once you actually learn the mechanics, you know, walls break through different angles. I mean, I can't dude. tell you. There's a lot. I learn a new angle every single ranking. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Someone's always got something. And sometimes you can come up with something, you know, a little cheeky that'll help mm -hmm. you out. It might not look big brain, but it's the simple the stuff end, yep. that pulls over the veterans. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably end off gaming topic with this last thing. You don't play a lot of Smite. I play Smite every now and then. Our friends love it. Yes. So Smite is a classic 5v5. It gets pretty sweaty sometimes. Um, I'm not the best. At it. I'm probably the worst in our friend group at Smite. I barely know what to build or anything. But they're dropping their first Conquest map in a long time. So for those of you that don't know, Conquest is their big open 5v5 game mode. They have a 3v3, and they have kind of other fun game modes to play. So Smite does not update their maps a lot. No. They want to keep it simple. That way it's fair for everyone. Right. Nothing crazy going on. So for them to drop this, it's actually a big deal for a lot of Smite players. Mm -hmm. It's only in testing right now for PC people. But maybe when it drops fully on Xbox, maybe we'll have some of my friends come on the podcast right, and, and talk maybe more something. more Smite stuff then that I know better. I know a whole lot of items have been added. Dude, I barely memorized the items from the last time. I hop in, I ask them, I go to the popular page and buy whatever's on there, and hopefully I 
get some kills in the game. That's got to be something I get back into. I know I've been talking about it with the boys for a while, but yeah. it was. It was a fun game, you know? I mean, you can play it smart, and it there's a lot of strategy behind it because, there is, yeah, dude. you can push one way. I mean, you have to know who you're going against. I mean, yep. if you don't know the gods you're going against and what kind of abilities they have, I mean, that one ability that you don't know, exactly, yep. you're at a disadvantage. And, yeah, you know, you can be good with almost a basic god that everyone knows, but sometimes they're ridiculous. Like, yeah. I loved playing Cupid, and from what I understand yeah. now, Cupid is, like, still kind of, like, one of the best hunters you could play. Cupid's good, yeah. Um, I loved building crits on him, and that was just my go-to, is I would build a Cupid build, uh, and I would always play with, I think Goo would play my support. Yeah, yep. Um, and I mean, you know, great time. Obviously, you can get into it, and a loss is going to suck after yeah. you spend, like, an Definitely, hour in dude. one match going back and forth and back and forth. But, and you know, you try harder the next game. And I agree. I think them updating or, you know, adding a new yeah. map is definitely a big deal. Our friends definitely make it easier to hop into Smite as well with us. Like, they've carried me. I've played the game for a while now, honestly. And I just don't want to take the time to go and everything. It's one of my flaws. But every time I get one and I ask, they're easily there to help. Here's the god you should pick. Here's this. If you like to play this role, support, tank, hunter, damage dealer, whatever you right. want to do. Jungle. They're easy to, yeah. That was something I was never good at was jungle. I got put in jungle one time, and that was a terrible situation. Yeah. I was so confused. It, it's a lot, but new stuff's good. New stuff's definitely good for Smite. New stuff's also good for Marvel coming up. Oh, yes. Dude, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big year. It is Digital-wise, as long as everything goes well with COVID and theaters and box offices. Right. Like. Well, I'm pretty sure, you know, for us being in New Jersey, from what I understand, I think— think that surrounding states aren't necessarily closed on their theaters so yeah like a hundred percent and you know obviously they still have disney plus and coming out on disney plus very shortly is wandavision wandavision oh boy i don't i, I don't know like i have i trust everything marvel everything marvel is pretty good get out of here iron fist your actual garbage it sucks because I liked Iron Fist as a I, character too. Like I, I, I do enjoy Iron Fist as a character. I think the big flaw with that was I actually enjoyed the series on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I don't remember too much about it. It's been a like few years since I watched it. Um, but the big flaw I had with it was I developed this terrible habit in the final season with like the last six episodes, however yeah. many, it was, and I'd fall asleep and I could not oh, get past a certain no, no. point. Yeah. And it just it didn't bother me enough. Like I wasn't too interested okay, in it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think Marvel, you know, Netflix shows were a great start for it. Yeah, like, definitely. A lot of people like Daredevil. I enjoyed Daredevil. I, I loved Daredevil. I thought um, it was fantastic. I think it was a great building block, especially yeah. going alongside the MCU for what they're doing with Disney Plus. Like, oh yeah. Everything going on Disney Plus, Marvel cinematic wise, I think is just adding on to the fact that. In my opinion, Marvel's like one of the greatest greatest studios out there. Yeah. Oh, de oh, definitely. Like, I mean, who? What other movie series do you think of has a massive universe like that? Yeah. I mean, there's always DC and other stuff like that, but DC's kind of falling off. We'll we'll tap on that a little bit. We'll get back to Marvel, but WandaVision. If any other company was pushing out a show like this, besides Marvel, I'd probably be concerned. Exactly. I I don't think it would do well. I I don't either. I've watched the trailer a couple times. The second, the latest trailer they dropped, uh, maybe it was a couple weeks ago, whatever, gives me more hope towards it. It, it kind of looks like a par Paradise Gone Bad almost. Right. 
which essentially is, and if you know anything about comics, then you know where they're going with this, is that Wanda has a breakdown. You know, she has tremendous loss in her mm. life. This is where, you know, comic-wise, they bring back a lot of dead characters, like Hawkeye makes a reappearance. Yeah. Um, a lot of characters who ate the dirt in different ways. This was, like, this was their DC Flashpoint, where they kind were able of, yeah. to reset yep. stuff. Um, so I'm very interested to see. I don't think... I, I'm very sure, unless it's a cameo here and there, they're not going to probably bring back any big characters. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I agree with you on the cameos. Maybe like a flashback, something from the past. Right. Maybe see like you might Cap see some, here and there, yeah, Thor, exactly. like some time in the past, something like that. But other than that, like I don't see a lot of major appearances. Yeah, I don't either. I think uh, the big thing that is you know dead character wise, obviously Vision. Yeah, um, yep. it's gonna be interesting how they play that off. I'm. Definitely looking forward to seeing it. I, being totally honest, it's not my. How do I say? It? It's not my first show. I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I'm definitely. Uh, there's Cap and Winter Soldier. There's Loki. Right. I think Loki and Winter Soldier and Falcon or Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Falcon Those Winter are Soldier. definitely a toss up between probably which ones I want to see most. And Loki is kind of interesting. They're ta- they're taking it in a weird way. They're taking all these shows honestly kind of a weird way, and right. I'm just like, I like. Uh, my hands are off. Like I, I trust you, Marvel, with everything. Right. But like, to me, it seems weird. They were talking Loki was kind of like an undercover, I think like not necessarily spy, but like something like that type of thing. Right. And I mean, you know, it, the show is it's giving more to the people for yeah. their character that they like. So I mean, whatever spin they want to put on it, if they even want to spin it all, I'm yeah. so excited to see what they do because Loki is by far probably one of my favorite. Um, Marvel villains that they put in their series, which I think Marvel does a fantastic mm-hmm. job with their villains because yeah. what they're doing now, I feel like they haven't really had a bad history with it. Is you know, it's a misunderstanding. Yeah. Like it's they're not genuinely. I mean, you look at uh, Spider-Man's Falcon or uh, yeah, Vulture. Vulture. That was wow! I can't believe I messed that up. Spider-Man's Vulture. You look at um, Thanos, honestly, as well. Thanos. I mean, good example. You're like, I feel like I understand where you're coming from, dude. Right, like he's not exactly, I mean, the uh, comic-wise or whatever. Yeah. I mean, but cinematic-wise, cinematic mm-hmm. universe in general, this was his ideal way of fixing the universe. And I mean, yeah. it was great. It made sense. Like, I don't think you will ever come across another cinematic feeling, uh, you know, theater feeling than when Endgame came out. I mean, Infinity yeah. War was amazing, but... I don't think there's for another few years there's going to be a peak like that in theaters. Honest, yeah, I I believe that. I know there's rumors for Spider-Man. We'll probably we'll hit on the rumors a little bit in this episode. We'll probably talk more later because there's actually quite a bit of Spider-Man rumors. Oh, you, but if you get me talking about Spider-Man, know, I'm gonna be talking Dang. for hours. There's rumors of Sinister Six. For those of you who don't know, it's uh. pretty much six of his baddies coming at him at once there's also rumors of a spider-verse yes my favorite yeah. rumors of the spider-verse which personally i hope they keep on lockdown I as so. much as i, I want to see it yep. i love this feeling of are they going to do it surprise me because people can argue about which spider-man is their favorite mm-hmm. toby andrew tom. tom i love all of them in, for like, their own reasons. Exactly, like respectfully. As and this is as a massive Spider-Man dork that I am. I mean, you know, I yeah. went to Comic-Con last yeah, year. Dude, I, I 
you know, Spider-Man cosplayed like. as yeah. Spider-Man. Um, I mean, by far my favorite uh, hero. I mean, you could even look at it real world. I mean, Spider-Man, like in a sense, saved Marvel because I, for, yeah. for those of you that don't know, uh, when at one point when Marvel was going under, Stan Lee wanted to draw in a you know, spider-themed character. Yeah. This guy gets bit, he wants to... And it wasn't necessarily his own story at the time, mm -hmm. but I believe it was a cameo kind of thing. Like, yep. he popped in, did something... And when he asked for permission for for it from his editor or whoever mm -hmm. it was, I can't remember and it's killing me, um, they said no. So, you know, Stan Lee's thinking this is his last time he's going to get to draw a story for Marvel or yeah. one of the last few. He says... I'm going to do it anyway. And it was a hit. Fantastic. Everyone loved it. Yep. It saved Marvel. Um, I mean, and you know, obviously down the line they have to sell off some characters. That's why Sony has the rights to Spider-Man yeah. now. But back it. on to the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I want them to keep it on lockdown. I think they all had great trilogies. Um, I know some people are wanting original suits. Yep. There's a lot of fan art going around yeah. that is spectacular. And I use that word specifically. It's yeah, like dude, it's great. Um, the thing the only thing I want, and we've talked about this before, I don't want to combine Spider-Verse and Sinister Six movies. Right. I want them separated for two fantastic, amazing Spider-Man movies. Like if the next one is like Sinister Six and the next one after that is Spider-Verse, like dude, it's just back to back amazing right. Spider Man movies. Like which and it's very possible going into this back on the Spider Verse, it's very possible because yeah. you know there's the um and I might be wrong, but I believe it's WandaVision comes out. You get those series. Yep. And if not, I'm not mistaken, WandaVision directly ties in with Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. I believe so. Yeah. Which then it's Spider Man or it's either Spider Man then Multiverse of Madness. Because I've heard that I multiverse think this after of, effects bleed over, right? Yeah. And multiverse of madness is when it's supposed to kind of like fix Spider-Man's issue or something like that. Um, I am those. I mean that that lineup right there. I'm excited with WandaVision, Spider-Man yeah. three. I cannot wait. And like the big thing of me wanting them to keep the Spider-Verse on lockdown mm -hmm. is going back to Endgame. I, I mean, know, dude. That big last fight. Thor's on his back, you know, you start to see Mjolnir move, yeah. right? Like, I what? mean, Captain America, yeah. probably one of the craziest Man, moments in yeah. a theater when that was first revealed. I mean, the theater was loud. now imagine you're, you have WandaVision popping off, and it's either Spider-Man or Doctor Strange, whichever one mm -hmm. that they, like, whatever one comes second, first, and they plan on doing it. Yep. And out of nowhere, you have... It leading in, it kind of gets teased throughout yeah. the movie, and you have Andrew Garfield walking back in, Toby Maguire walking back in, Toby Maguire, which you haven't seen in ages, how many dude, years ages. in a Spider-Man yeah. role. I mean, I think that would come close to yeah. a Captain America and you know being worthy moment. Yeah, I, personally, I think I think it'd be, I think it'd be fantastic, dude. I'd love that. That's like every Spider-Man fan to see those two movies on screen. I would love it. Sinister Six has been teased so many times. I think it's been teased like in all the other Spider-Man movies, and right. then it's just like 
Cancel, cancel. Right. Dude, don't tease us again. Don't tease us again and cancel it, please. And like, like you said, I kind of want that to be a standalone movie. Yeah. Personally, I think because that's one of Spider-Man's big struggles is when all of his, like, you know, greater villains come together. Yeah. Doc Ock's a mastermind. I mean, I mm-hmm. believe, I think there's one where, like, Green Goblin was the big guy behind it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's his big group of people that come together and it, it poses him a challenge because yeah. he's taking it on by himself. Um, and I mean, you know, you could look at the separate universe, be Insomniac, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's their own respective universe. Now he's got Miles Morales. Yeah. Um, and he, there's whatever team ups, team ups throughout comics, but that is his big bite. Is you know Doc Ock's like his big baddie, the yeah. one that causes him trouble, switches bodies with him in the comics, um, and you know kind of assembles this massive team that give him his weaknesses. Yeah, I'm. I'm very hyped. That's still a while out. These are rumors, but I love discussing the rumors and so much. I Marvel's doing a lot, as always. That, that's what we expect. Tons of movies coming out this year. We'll discuss those more later on as they come down the line. Or if rumors come up, then we'll bring them up then. We'll right. do the channels or the podcast. But DC, Wonder Woman just dropped. Okay reviews. Um, I personally haven't watched it yet. Neither have uh, I. I don't think you have either. And it, it sucks because, like... I'm just not that interested in, in watching it. I haven't heard necessarily bad things about it, but I'm just not hyped for it. I haven't I, heard it was good, honestly. Yeah? I haven't heard great things about it, and I mean, you know, I went to Comic-Con yeah. two years ago, and met Gal Gadot, got a picture oh, yeah, yeah, with her. Yeah. Gorgeous woman. Very, Man. very smiley, kind, yeah. like, has a very, like, generous, like, uh, atmosphere around her. Um... And, I mean, so, obviously, I'm going to give Wonder Woman whatever chance because that was just, like, awesome. That was yeah. the first Comic-Con I went to. Um, for And at the same time, got to take a picture with, you know, Wonder Woman. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I haven't heard good things about it. Um, I know I have the opportunity to watch it, and I will probably do that before the next time we get to get together and talk about this. Um but I will probably walk away liking it more than most people, even though it's not, I know it's not the greatest movie out there. Yeah. Um, I could name off a few other superhero movies that I would watch before, like any of the other. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, just bias wise, I'd probably like it more than most people. I, yeah, I feel you there. Um, I hope DC picks up. I'm real excited, but honestly, we'll probably end off with this quick little, little anime discussion so recently a show dropped i believe the name was jujitsu kaisen or Ah, kaisen so yes have you watched it i have watched it i am watching it dubbed i prefer dub in my opinion i can't read sub fast enough i call me illiterate call me stupid i just can't do it i have tried i have tried like i won't be like i won't be one of those people that say oh subs for whatever i whichever you watch like go ahead exactly and you know personally if you watch it subbed Good for you. You have a head start on a yeah. lot of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know um, Dalton is yep. ahead of us because he watches big a lot. He gets fan. impatient. Big, big. Um, I just can't do it, and I love Jujutsu Kaisen. I think it's awesome. It's I think it's great. The manga. Yeah. Apparently, the manga's been out for quite some time. And it's a pretty good manga, I've heard. I've heard it's on par with uh, a lot of what Naruto and stuff fans the, yeah. like. like I, can see it. I can see the characteristics like so well, honestly, between like their team and Naruto's team mm-hmm. and 
They're right now they're starting some event and it reminds me of the tuning exams coming up. It reminds up. me of the tuning exams and it also reminds me of the big tournament in uh, My Hero. My Hero, yeah. When you That's the high. first thing I yep. thought of. I was like, here we go. There's always like, it seems like in good animes, there's always that one arc like that. Right. That's like, but it introduces the rest of the characters, which I like. Mm-hmm. Pits them against the wall. Like, we got to see, in Naruto, for example, we got to see Neji really come out for yes. a bit. And I love the dude. Awesome character development. Yeah. Yep. I'm actually almost finished Naruto. Like I loved rewatching it. I watched it when I was younger. Except I was so young. I remember staying up late when it would play on like Adult Swim or whatever it was, and I just couldn't remember any of the story. And I went back. I'm rewatching it. I'm in my last ten episodes. I have the last movie to watch, and you know, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm not a big um, filler guy. Yeah, I know that's why some people personally, and I might get hate for it. I I skip the fillers. Yeah, Um, the ones that are like non-related to the story, that you know you're in the middle of the war arc and they switch back to when they're kid. I couldn't do it. Yeah, wasn't a big fan. Um, but I am so excited to finish this, and I'm thinking my next big one after this is going to watch One Piece. That's a journey. That is a journey. Dolan's watching it. It's a very. I'm not opposed. It's it's a long journey. It's. That's the big thing, is that's a thousand episodes. Yeah. Also, Promise Neverland, I believe, dropped their season two. If you Is that out already? I think so. I haven't season watched one, the season one. I think it's dubbed now. It's it shocked me. I don't watch sub and I finished it and watched it subbed and I was like, yo, this is good. Is it good? I was like it's kind of mind trippy. Right. I, and that's what yeah. I got from the description and I was very like, okay, I could watch this. Yeah. But like my big thing now is so obviously I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen as that comes out. I'm trying to finish Naruto. Um, I was going. I started um, Noragami. Okay. Um, that that's interesting. I feel like it's kind of slow in the beginning. Gotcha. Um, not a massive fan, but I've heard they've got some good fights in it. Um, and those of you that know what Noragami is, you either hate me right now or you hope I get into it. Yeah. Um, but it's essentially, you know, an old war god is now like a sub god or something like that, and he's trying huh. to make it big to be like this one of the famous gods. Okay. It's interesting it story. Yeah. It's an interesting story. But like I said, I feel like the beginnings are kind of slow. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably close to to all the major news we got right now. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I think the last thing I'm gonna say is Sasuke is overrated. Sasuke is cool though. He's overrated. He was still your girl in a heartbeat. He's overrated. Sasuke is cool. I like Chief, Sasuke. Chief told me that I'd like him in the end, and I don't. Yeah. He's okay. like, oh, he gets better. I, I don't. I still think he's prissy. Kind of. He's, yeah. He's entitled. Uh, yeah, his whole clan got yeeted. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, his potato, potato. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you guys, you guys gotta help us out with something. We're yes. still working on a name for this. So, we've been throwing around geek talk. Nerd news, like uh, geek gossip, yeah. gossip geek, uh, just what, random stuff like that. Do you and do you like the rapid fire of hitting multiple topics in one sitting? You know, we bounced from COD to Marvel and DC to yeah. anime. We kind of want to keep it generalized, like you know, we don't want to narrow down on one thing. Yep. If you like the rapid, I mean, if you wanted us to alternate, maybe one week we just talk about all COD. Or all game, like you know, yeah. it, like we brought up, maybe you playing Siege, me playing Apex, just talking about games, and then maybe next time we sit down, we focus on just anime, whatever you wanted to do. Yeah, 
that's um the last major thing okay so it's 2021 streaming YouTube that's been a major thing what we're doing is we're bringing a lot of small streamer small youtubers whichever category you fall under whichever you want to be we're bringing them on the podcast to yes. topics with us I am excited about that like that's we're gonna hopefully have guests you guys probably don't know them and you're probably like who are these guys but at the end of the day you go and check out their channel and it's your new favorite guy right it's it's someone else you're in the same boat with you're like we just brought on random guest a oh man I'm in the same boat as him we're playing cod and we're trying to grind let's go join him let's build an, a community together and right. kind of branch out from there anyone can write like uh, aim to bring on this massive like it would be so cool if we could get Mr. Beast to talk on Yeah, that. I mean, you know, first episode, throwing out a massive name like that. But like you said, if you can help build a community around someone, I mean, that is just like, it's A, it's a genuine relationship that you now have between someone. And for you being in the YouTube field, yeah. I mean, there's an option. You have another name that you can throw on, and now you guys can build off of each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, we might not even just stick to... Uh, you like streamers like i'm a photography kind of guy yeah, we yep. could talk Small about people we yep. honestly with sticking with cod and all that probably won't be a lot of topic about photography but i mean for you guys i know you could do whatever i mean mm-hmm. i like to spread out i don't want to just be that one person where yeah. it's like oh nope. i want to narrow in on one thing if you because all it takes is that one what could be a crazy idea for Close you up. just started a new genre yep easy so that's one of the main goals of this as well. So comment down below. You can also DM me on Instagram. It'll be at, you already write this down, A-N-T-I-C-X-S. That's Antics on Instagram. I'll probably have it down below or whatever. Uh, it's kind of an orange background, white writing, not very many followers. We're all in the same boat here, right? So DM me on there if you want to come on. I'll be DMing some people I know, trying to bring guests, trying to bring people on. We're trying to help you guys grow, we're trying to help a good time. Like as we were talking about talking about topics and stuff like this that we like. A lot of us are nerds, a lot of us are having fun just talking about anime, games, COD, news, rumors, like you name it, we're probably gonna be discussing it. Right. Why you can talk yeah. about politics till you know, you yeah. go blue in the face and I think everyone's had enough of politics with how uh, January's already starting off into twenty twenty one and hey, you could talk about whatever. I know other podcasts, sometimes they try and keep it up on the um, like social media side of news, but every now and then you just need to kind of goof off and talk about the dorky things. Yeah. So we'll probably wrap up right here. So this is probably currently right now going to be a bi-weekly podcast. The gap between this one and the next one will probably be roughly around a month. Jim and I are both in the Army. He is going to D.C. to do some Army fun stuff. Of course. He will not be here for the other ones. Maybe we'll get a Skype call in. We don't know how the missions are going to be done there. We're not promising anything. But when we get back, we'll definitely do more stuff. We'll actually try and have a guest on the second episode, maybe. I would love I'm that. I'm going to try and I'll try and meet some people while he's gone and see if we can bring a guest on and stuff like that. But I, I don't have anything else. Again, comment down below if you want to be on um, in the podcast as well. If you're listening on Spotify, again, A-N-T-I-C-X-S. And Jimmy, where can they find you at? Um... You see, I don't have anything big. I am, uh, let me pull it up real quick. I mean, if you want to DM me, any ideas you have, and also you could DM us. Um, if you have a friend who's a small-time streamer, yeah, you can find me at the underscore four underscore Jim Bill. Yep. Also, for photography, DM him for that as well. It's, dude, super cheap, super great work. Like, in all actuality, I've used some of his photos that he's had. 
and it's helped me get into like modeling agencies and do shoots in New York. I'm I'm not filling his gas tank with nut or anything. Like I'm being serious right now. He takes some pretty good pics. If you want any ideas, if you want to talk about it, sometimes constructive criticism. I always like to reach out to people that I've learned from and ask them what they think about a picture because sometimes the picture that you think is awesome is sometimes oversaturated. And you know, that's all it takes. Just takes that one extra comment. I'd love to reach out and talk with some people about it because hey, I can learn something from you guys as well. Yeah, simple, good time. I uh, appreciate you guys listening. Jim, you got anything else? If not, I'm going to close it off. I've had a blast, and I can't wait to sit down and talk on the next one. All right, let's go touch the cheek.